Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Mr. Bible. Hey, sweetie, what do you think of our new car from Carvana? Think it can handle our busy family? Well, we have seven days to see. First, we can take the scenic route to the beach and stargaze through the moonroof. We'll see if your drums fit in the trunk. Then we can pick up mommy's friends and check out that leg room. And we should really visit grandma. She's getting up there. That's like a whole lifetime in seven days. And like one busy family. With our seven-day money-back guarantee, you can confidently shop for cars 100% online. Visit Carvana.com for all terms and conditions. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host. This episode, we're going to focus on the blessing. We saw an introduction to that in Abraham's life. And actually, we're going to take a look and see where it originated. It originated first with Adam, and then it passed down after the flood. Noah, it was given to Noah. Then it passed down to us. It went through Jesus and so forth. And so what we're going to do is basically uh, take a look at this blessing and to find out what it, and uh, we're going to trace it to the Word of God and find out uh, exactly what it is. I know that the um, we're going to look at the Hebrew word. Uh, there's a word that's called barakah, and um, baruch also is another word. And actually, who, uh, people, when they uh, begin their prayer, one of the first thing is they say Baruch Ata Adonai, which means bless, blessed are you, O Lord. And so uh, we see this blessing uh, um, and the different types of it. But this is just um, the blessing that I'm talking about that we're going to be looking at is actually defined in this way. The Bible puts it plainly says, "Blessing of the Lord are without." Um, uh, without painful toil. And we're going to look at all of these scriptures and stuff like that and track it and see exactly what that ingredients is uh, because it is say, available to you and I as believers. So we're going to talk about it right after we get back from this message. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. We're going to continue looking at the blessing. And uh, we saw that... Um, but these sons, Isaac and um, uh, Esau and Jacob with his family, we saw that the brothers had a couple of things that took place with them. And uh, we saw the soul, the selling of his bright. And we got a little more insight as to what took place there. I'm going to talk to you guys a little about that birthright because I believe when he sold his birthright, that was when he lost the right to, of the firstborn. Because the birthright gave him the right of the firstborn and the blessing went with the firstborn. And so when we saw what Esau did, according to the legends of the Jews in the back scene, we know the Bible tells us that he sold his birthright, but it didn't tell us um, what took place behind that. The book, um, Legend of the Jews did. And um, uh, we got a chance to look at that. And we're going to look at some aspects of that, that part. And I'm going to talk to you guys about that in a second. This particular thing that is called the blessing, the baraka. Um, the baraka is um, 
the Bible calls it the blessing call. It says the blessing of the Lord are without um, uh, painful toil. It comes without painful toil. And we'll look at that scripture later on as well. Um, it says that the blessing of the Lord make it rich and adds no sorrow with it. So saw this manifested in the life of Abraham. And we saw it so much so that King Abimelech recognized it and he came to him, made a covenant with him. We know that um, he recognized it passing from uh, Abraham and it went into Isaac and he recognized it and he came to him also and made a pact as well. And uh, we'll take a look. Um, as I mentioned to you, this thing is recognizable and um, people noticed it. They notice um, it comes and it tells us that uh, if I remember reading, it says that the blessing means uh, the that the God the the uh, grace of God and His protection. So uh, we know that that's another aspect of it. According to the Bible, this blessing that showed up at Abraham the Baraka is um, uh, it says to be fruitful and multiply, and so. We know that that is core uh, uh, belief or the core result of the blessing to be fruitful and multiply, not just with children, but with everything, with all that you do. Your responsibility as you're walking in the blessing is to be fruitful and multiply. And as you and I are learning how to access that, we're going to study how to access uh, the blessing. We're going to look at these um, this story with the brothers again, and so that we can understand uh, what it means to uh, walk in it. And we see that it goes and it trickles down all the way through to Jesus Christ. And as a result, you and I still have access to this baraka. Um, you know, as I mentioned to you in, on the onset, that there's another word, the baruch. Uh, that uh, um, in the Hebrew uh, tradition, uh, when they talk about blessed are you, um, O Lord, uh, the Baruch Ata Onai, and that is a blessed are you, and so they're just uh, uh, announcing the blessing of Lord. So we, as I mentioned, Genesis 2, we see that God blessed them and told them to be fruitful and multiply. And that is what the coreness of the blessing is. So let's go back in and we're going to take a look at these two brothers. First, let's take a, a pit stop in the Bible in Genesis chapter 27. And uh, we see that um, the Bible gives an account of this story and uh, about Rebecca coming to um, you know, her son uh, and said to Jacob, when, uh, uh, you know, he had to leave, Esau had to leave and go and get the, the venison for his father. She um, it tells us here that she overheard it. But in, in, in the, um, the, the legend of the Jews, it said that she didn't she wasn't around, but the Holy Spirit revealed it to her. So let's see what it states here. It says, and his mother and her uh, his mother said unto him, upon me be the curse. This is when she said, behold, Esau, my brother is uh, this is the plan that she's uh, you know she's catching uh, um, as they say go now to the flock of the field fetch me from thence two good kid of goats and i will make them savory meal for your father such as he loved and um, uh, so she is about to 
uh, initiate this plan. And we're going to talk about this for a minute uh, because this woman also understood something that took place. When, when he sold his birthright, okay, let me, let me, let's stop right here for a minute. When he sold his birthright, when Esau sold his birthright, he forfeited the right of the, to have the blessing because the, the, according to their tradition, the Hebrew tradition, that right belonged to, that uh, blessing belonged to the firstborn. And, uh, it was passed down in, uh, through from Adam all the way down. And so let, let me, let's track this because there is, um, uh, in the belief, the legend of the Jews, it is believed that, uh, the firstborn also acted as a priest. And it tells us that God created a, uh, God made a, a, um, a, a clothing for uh, Adam and gave it to him. And that clothing, which represented the, um, the, it was a clothing for the priest, for the firstborn to wear, that was passed down from, um, you know, all the way down to Abraham. Abraham gave it uh, to Isaac. So let's track this for a minute because we do have to understand that the minute he sold his, his birthright, and he actually, it was a contract that he signed. We, we, we show, we saw that in the last pod, podcast. It was a contract that he signed. They had witnesses to the contract and he sold his birthright. And that gave up because he did that, had no right to the blessing anyway. And you'll see that what made him angry after the blessing was released wasn't the fact that he sold his birthright. He didn't understand. He, he got upset because of the blessing. Uh, he didn't access, have access to the blessing because he knows what it gave him material power, um, give him power over man, um, wealth and all of these different things because he saw it in his grandfather. He saw it in his father. He saw it. So he recognized it and he wanted that really, really bad. And it was after he didn't get access to this blessing that he became angry with his brother. Didn't get angry when he sold his birthright. Didn't understand that um, uh, he was ignorant to the fact that that was that birthright belonged to the elders. So, okay, his father tells him. We're going to take a look now at the um, at the legend of the Jews. His father tells him, hey, "Esau, can you get me some of that good stuff, man, so that I can eat." And, um, uh, uh, you know, so Esau takes off. We know that, uh, the, uh, Lucifer was sent out to hinder him and delayed him. So we talked about that in the last couple of podcasts. So let's take a look really honestly and look at this story one more time. That knowledge that I just gave you guys, that information about the sale, uh, the selling of the birthright. And, uh, we'll go through this and we're going to take a look at this whole scenario one more time we can see what's happening behind the scenes we're going to take a look at the bible it may take us a couple of uh a podcast to deal with this but let's just deal with it guys so that we can get a better understanding of what's going on so that we can become better acquainted and uh with the story and all of the insight comes along the information uh, so that we can become better uh, um, at uh, sons of God and have an understanding of the word of God and what he's doing with us and our families. So we see that this woman, Rebecca, she understood. Remember also that um, Abraham told her to keep an eye out on these boys because he realized, watch out for, for, for these boys. He said, 
Uh, he was waiting to see what their character was. And she had made a promise and she said, yeah, I will, um, I will keep an eye on them. And it tells us through the legend of the Jews that God had taken, um, Abraham early because he didn't want him to see what was going on with his grandson, uh, Esau on the decisions that he was making. So let's take this story again. We're going to read it one more time and get some really good stuff from it. Through the, Rebecca had not heard the word that had passed between Isaac and Esau. So uh, they nevertheless were revealed to her through the Holy Spirit. And she resolved to restrain her husband from taking a false step. She, um, she was not accurate by love, um, accurate by love for Jacob, but uh, by the wish of keeping Isaac from committing a detestable act. Rebecca said to Jacob, this night, the storehouse of dew are unlocked. It is the night during which the celestial beings chant the hail unto God, the night set apart for the deliverance of the children of Egypt, the children from Egypt. And we know this is around the Passover and so forth. Um, and the deliverance of, of the children, we know about the blood uh, being on the door. We know about the death of the firstborn and all that type of stuff. And so that's what that is. So she's, uh, this particular time is where she's saying this is was around that time. On which they too sing the Hail, go now and prepare savory meat for thy father that he may bless thee for his death. Do as I bid thee, obey me as thou art, um, for thou art my son, whose children every one will be good and God fearing, or not one shall be less. She understood this power of grace, and you guys have heard me to talk to you about this grace. Um, the blessing is in, uh, uh, this is a part of the blessing, uh, grace and God's protection. And so the blessing is uh, that we read that earlier, but the coreness of it is to be fruitful and multiply. But wrapped up in there, how we become fruitful and multiply is through the grace of God and his protection. So in spite of his great respect for his mother, Jacob refused at first to heed her command. He feared he might commit a sin, especially as he might thus bring his father's curse down upon him. I remember this guy was studying the, the Lord's information. He was there with Seth. And so this particular thing, probably, you know, as he stated, didn't, didn't sit well with him. So as it was, Isaac might still have a blessing for him. That's what he thought. And giving Esau his, but Rebecca, um, alleviate his anxiety with the words. When Adam was cursed, uh, the male dictation fell upon his mother, the earth. So shall I, your mother, bear. Um, so she's saying to him, ah, don't worry about it. I'll handle the curse. Let the curse fall on me. So she said, anyway, they came up with this. So, um, the constrained by his mother, Jacob in tears and with body bowed down, went out to execute the plan made by Rebecca. As he was to provide a Passover meal, she bade him to get two kids, once for the Passover sacrifice and one for the festival sacrifice, which I mentioned to you earlier about the uh, Exodus. To Jacob's conscience, she added that her married contract entitled her to work two kids daily. And she continued these two kids, bring good unto you, blessing of your father, 
and they will bring good unto thy children. For two kids will be the anointing sacrifice offered on the Day of Atonement. Jacob's hesitation was not yet removed. His father, he feared, would touch him and convince himself that he was not hairy and therefore not his son Esau. According to Rebekah, uh, tore the skin of the two kids into strips and sewed it together. For Jacob was so tall a giant that otherwise they would not have um, sufficed to cover his hand to make Jacob disguise completely. Rebecca felt justified in putting Esau's wonderful garment, listen to this now, Esau's wonderful garment on him. Okay? Uh, they were the high priestly garment, a remnant, in which God had clothed Adam, the firstborn of the world. For in the day before the erection of the tabernacle, all the firstborn male officiated as priests. From Adam, these garments descended to Noah, who transmitted them to Shem, and Shem bequitted them to Abraham, and Abraham to his son Isaac, from whence they reached Esau as the older of his two sons. It was the opinion of Becca that as Jacob had brought the birthright from his brother, he had thereby come into possession of the garment as well. So she understood, this woman understood, uh, Esau did not understand. Mother had a, a full understanding of the right and the power came through the firstborn. And because Esau did not, and he sold it, he lost the right to obtain the blessing. The mother um, saw it. He uh, grabbed this this um, item that was passed down through the generations, and it was taken from him and uh, given to um, his brother. Uh, and so you see that this was a couple of things that he he was dressed in as the firstborn. He's going to obtain his blessing. He has the garments. She put the um, the skin of the animals on him to represent uh, Esau's skin and his body because that is his mother dressed him in his garment so and she takes him to um, Isaac so that he can then perform his duty to release the blessing and um, we will uh, uh, take a look about, uh, at this when we get back uh, so that we can then uh, get some insight into this aspect right here and it's really fascinating to see um, and so this makes a lot of sense to me now, study, you know, and gain all this information. But I wanted to bring it to you guys because first realized this and I got the insight to the back story, could understand what was going on clearer, more clearly. And uh, so my understanding as I read the Bible um, became more clear as I read and see the story where Isaac and um Becca and Jacob interacted what they did, and um, as a result, uh, uh, you know, we understand why he lost the blessing and um, uh, the behind-the-scenes reason as to why. He sold it. When he sold it, he sold his right to it, and the mother recognized it, and she executed a plan to bring it to pass. So what we'll do is take a break right here. Then we will come back and pick up and continue the story with um, uh, uh, family just to see what Rebecca does and when she walks him to the father 
and then when he releases blessing because there's a couple of things right in here in the next part that we're going to talk about releases it how he releases it and so forth and uh, 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 this is very important i believe so that you as christians today you and i as christians today can understand some things also that was happening behind the scenes within the culture of this uh, of the hebrew people the jewish people um, but in christianity it's more about faith, not culture. So we'll take a break, and I'll be right back after this message. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to take a look at um, Genesis chapter 27. And we are going to look from the Bible aspect now. Briefly, we're going to pick up at, um, at uh, 21, and then we'll go through and look at the story behind, I mean, from the Bible point of view. In chapter 27, verses 21, And Isaac said to Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, uh, that I may feel thee, my son, where thou art, my very son Esau. So he's checking to see if he's Esau. And Jacob went near unto Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, is uh, Jacob's voice, and uh, is the hand of Esau. And he discerned him not, because hand was very hairy, as his brother Esau's hand. So he blessed him and said. So he blessed him and said. So now we have to take a peek at what is going on right here. Um, and uh, we'll get back to this uh, when I go and pick up from uh, the legend of the Jews and we come because the legend of the Jews basically does the same thing so we were able but I wanted you to look at it from the Bible and so he says he come near him smell him he checked him out to see um, you know who he was if he was him and he believed that he was after he smelled him he checked into his natural senses and uh, once he checked into his natural senses he wasn't spiritually in tune to the, the uh, to uh, determining anything, so uh, we know that the book of the uh, the legend of the Jews tells us why he became spiritually blinded because he turned his back on Esau's lifestyle and he didn't confront Esau as to um, his lifestyle of uh, obedience against God. His family he didn't tell his family about the women that he was marrying and all kinds of stuff. Um, this guy killed Nimrod. He went after that coat that Nimrod went because he wanted the power to rule over men and he wanted that power as well as the anointing. So he had a plan, uh, but uh, God uh, stepped in and, and um, uh, changed his plan simply because, first of all, he didn't understand his right as a firstborn and he sold that. And once he sold that, as I've mentioned many, many times, he lost his right to have the blessing. So let's see it tells us that um, he released the blessing by speaking. And so, uh, um, uh, you know, he he brought him close and he said, he said, uh, uh, and as you and I will come to, come to see that there is a reason why um, this blessing, he is, it's release, you cannot um, take it back, you cannot, it's release. It's released by, it says it's released by fate. And he showed up, son showed up by faith, and, um, you know, Jacob showed up by faith, and Isaac spoke in faith, and they release it. He says, come pray 
that I feel your voice. You said the voice is, is my son Jacob, but my your hand is like Esau, and he couldn't discern and so forth. And uh, you know, he began to release the blessing. And once he released the blessing, guys, it cannot be taken back because you release it. And that's what faith is. Faith is when you speak with our, you release something, and there's no way to get back. And so we see that in this uh, piece that we read, that once he uh, he checked him and he said, uh, um, um, you know, okay, this is this is Esau, and he said, and he said, um, and he discerned not in twenty three um, because his hand were hairy, so as his brother Esau hand, and so he blessed them, and he said. Art thou my very son Esau? And said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat my son venison, that my soul may be blessed, my, that my soul may bless thee, and be brought it near. He ate, and um, he had his wine, he drank, and his father's, uh, and his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his garment, and he blessed him and said, See, smell of my son is as the smell of the field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore, God gave thee of the dew of the heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee and nations bow down to thee. For uh, be Lord over your brothers and let your mother's son bow down to you. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be everyone that blessed thee. It came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end to the blessing, Jacob, uh, blessing Jacob, and Jacob were, was yet uh, done out of the presence of Isaac his father, that Esau his brother came in from the hunting. So as soon as this man blessed his um, his son, his, his youngest son. Uh, Esau walked in his eldest son, and um, all from this place is where we see his brother began to press where he says, I hate this man, and um, from that time he endeavored to go and kill his brother, but his brother had run and uh, uh, hide, and he ran to Laban, um, uh, his mother's uh, uh, brother. So let's go and take a look at in the legend of the Jews and get a, uh, an insight onto this story in the back as we, as we begin. We know that he was scared, didn't want to do it. His mother talked him into it because she understood, uh, the, the fact that he was, he sold his birthright to the son. And so now he has garments, all of the things that he required. It says, now Rebecca leads Jacob equipped Ray in this way, door of Isaac's chamber. There she parted from him with the words, Henceforward may thy creator assist thee. Jacob entered, addressing Isaac, father, and receiving the response, Here am I. Who art thou, my son? He replied, um, said, It is I, your firstborn son, Esau. He sought to avoid a falsehood and yet not betray that he was Jacob. Isaac then said, Thou art greatly in haste to secure your blessing. Thy father Abraham was seventy-five years old when he was blessed. Thou art at sixty-three, Jacob replied accurately, because the Lord thy God sent me good speed. Isaac came from um, uh, 
<laughs> I love that conversation. So, you know, he, the son is having. So he responded. He says, look, man, God, um, uh, you know, is blessing me. So I was able to catch these things pretty quick. And I'm here. He says, come near, I pray you, and I may feel you, my son. Cold sweat covered his body, and his heart melted like wax. Then God caused the archangel Michael and Gabriel to descend. One sees the right hand and the other his left hand, while the Lord God gave himself supposedly supported him that his courage might not fail him. Isaac felt him and finded his hand hairy, he said. Voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Esau's words, in which he conveyed the prophecy that so long as the voice of Jacob is heard in the house of prayers and of learning the hand of Esau not be able to prevail against him. And um, that is the word of God, man. And so as we uh, look at these guys, we see that um, all of this stuff is going behind the scenes because of this blessing. But I wanted to stop you guys here for a minute and just talk to you about this. It was their culture that uh, this blessing was passed on. And so they actually believed it. They believed in it. And uh, every firstborn wanted it. Uh, we know that it is a recognizable thing. We saw Abimelech recognized it. We know Nimrod re re uh, recognized it because uh, Abraham got blessed from there. Um, we know that uh, um, this thing is powerful because the grace, which is uh, a part, uh, uh, an ingredient within the blessing, the blessing, basically the two ingredients in there is the grace of God and uh, God's protection. Um, you know, blessing of the Lord, it brings wealth without any painful oil. So you're not working for it, but it brings you wealth. And how does it bring you wealth? We'll look into the scripture because the Bible tells us that God caused wicked men to work hard and, and do all kinds of things and store up their wealth. And then he brings the, uh, the faithful man, the just man, and uh, he gives it to him. So we saw that many times. We saw Abimelech releasing wealth, Abraham, many times. We saw Abimelech releasing wealth, Isaac, many times. And we'll see something within as Ab um, Isaac uh, got his. We know that uh, um, uh, was also uh, Jacob. We saw it, and we're going to see it in his life with Laban when Laban tried to rip him off. And he makes a deal with him. He says, look, I'll tell you what. Um, all the, the cattle and sheep that has blotted stuff and, and the blessing caused all of these things to happen. So we'll see the result of the blessing within this young man's life because he got it and it's easily, uh, it is recognizable. And, uh, as we continue to study. So we see that his mother understood. She takes him in there. According to the book of uh, the legend of the Jews, God was instrumental in there. And um, he was present at this particular incident to cause this transfer to take place. And when a, when um, Jacob received his blessing, um, says that he the father tells him, come close. And uh, he kisses him and uh, he begins to release the blessing. And once he released the blessing... It is gone. It is into the person 
that uh, he releases it into and um, releases it. Uh, it is gone into Jacob's life. Esau comes in and he sees this thing as his brother stepping out, one stepping in, and Esau breaks down and in tears, just broken because the blessing was gone from him. And this is when he said in his heart, says, I'm going to kill this man. This is, this is the second time that he did this to me, where he stole my first, my birthright, and then he steals my blessing. I'm going to kill him. And so we know that um, this brother, these brothers split, and they didn't see each other for a while. And we're going to take a look at that because it is a part as we study the Word of God. And I want to encourage you guys with your family, those that are having issues with family. Uh, God is interested in family, man. Working with this family and we're getting a chance to see behind the scenes. We see a lot of deception. We see a lot of trauma. We see a lot of all kinds of crazy things in this family with Esau. We see him getting married without talking to his family. We see him doing all kinds of crazy things. We know that we had one a bad boy and a, um, a guy who walking by faith. And so um, he lost his blessing. And he begged his father, kneeling, broken, he's begging his father for a blessing. And his father uh, releases one to him. And uh, from that point on, as I mentioned to you, he had made uh, an agreement. Um, and I tell people this all the time. He made an agreement with, our, with his self that I am going to kill my brother. I'm going to kill him. When I, in this life, we are making a series of agreements. As you make these series of agreements, believe it or not, it will guide your life because when you make those series of agreements, you are literally, really, truly in faith. The ones that you're making, not the ones that you say every new year, you know, I'm going to lose weight, none of that. You know, not unless you absolutely 100% believe it. And a lot of people don't. But uh, the one that really believe it, it locks into you when you make that statement of faith that I tell people. It locks into your spirit being. And then it you start making decisions to bring it to pass. Whatever it is, whatever, if it's good or bad, um, righteous or unrighteous, uh, it will manifest because it is designed to that. Once you and I... Bible says, um, decide a thing or decree a thing is what the King James says. But the correct terminology in the, in the Hebrew Bible is, uh, decide a thing it shall be established. So, the, uh, Esau decided within his heart and he declared it. He decided that I hate this man. And then he said it. He said, I hate this man. I'm going to kill him. And so he then began to initiate um, uh, plans and so forth to cause this to come to pass. One of the plans that he said he was waiting till his father died. He wouldn't, he didn't want to kill his brother when his father was alive. And so he was even contemplating to kill his father early so that he can go after, uh, his brother because of what he did. So, uh, we see that, uh, what happened also with Esau was that his, uh, we saw that the enemy was there to frustrate his plan, and he couldn't get any um, venison, and he killed a dog, and he was bringing this dog meat to his father. And so the disrespect within that culture 
of what he was doing was absolutely crazy. But that was the man's heart. And uh, But when he sold his birthright, he lost all... Um, he should have known that. Uh, that's one of the things that's fascinating to me with him, was that he, he should have known that because it was a part of their culture. He was with Abraham. He was with... He, he knew these men, powerful men. Shem. I mean, Shem was around when he was around. Um, Shem's son. This Shem was with, with Noah. You know, I mean, he should have known better. But because of his um, uh, of his pride or whatever else it is, um, but he understood power and he was after power uh, and wealth. The power, how it looked like he was looking at it, he could achieve it. He didn't need the birthright. Why? Because he had Esau's uh, coat. Uh, he didn't need it. He figured, I want to rule man. He knew that Nimrod did. Because of this coat, it changed him when he put it on. And uh, uh, everyone knew that. And so he wanted power and wealth. And he figured he was going to get it away. He got it uh, um, through the coat with uh, was given to um, the first uh, garment that was given to Adam and um, Eve. And then he took the, he figured with the, along with the blessing, these two uh, pieces that he would obtain everything he wanted. And he did not understand that's not how God worked. And, you know, you and I, when we step out of the will of God, uh, we usually get what we want. And um, it's usually not what we want. So I want to thank you guys for coming. Um, we are looking at blessing. We're going to pick up some more and go in depth as to the blessing uh, I want to go into the scripture and show you through the scripture. We're going to track a couple of things uh, through the word tied into these men's life. And we're just doing a side journey right here for a few podcasts. And you know, in our studies, we do take these side, uh, side journeys. And this is one of our, uh, one that we took. We took one with, uh, when we studied Abraham's life and we saw what his, um, um, when he got his promise, we went into Romans. And we took out of that and we did a sidebar and I showed you guys all the enemies of our faith and what his, um, what was Abraham's enemy that he had to deal with. And we are going to take a sidebar and we're going to look at uh, the blessing and what it does, how it works. As I mentioned to you, it is recognizable. You'll see that the children of Israel, um, it walks with them and, uh, uh, the nations recognize it. All kinds of stuff, guys. And that is part of our um, covenant that we have with God as believers. And uh, we need to exercise it in our life and be fruitful and multiply. That is the blessing at its core. And one of the uh, several of the ingredients that are within the word blessing is we know of, that are two is the grace of God, and you guys know what that grace is. I've done an in-depth study on the grace of God in my other podcast, The Blueprint of Faith, and you guys need to look at that. Um, the grace of God simply means the divine influence upon the heart and a benefit that it brings to the believer or the one that is walked by faith. And the other aspect of the blessing is God's protection. And if you study the Word of God, you'll see that all he talks about, and uh, the psalmist had a revelation of that, David had a revelation of God's protection. And so he talks about the blessing as well. And so 
we are going to continue this sidebar. I love this stuff, man. This particular one is a lot of fun. You can learn much, gain insight, and uh, release the blessing into our life. I, I uh, want to tell you guys to go and find out everything from, um, you know, Dr. Bill Winston on the blessing. That man is anointed. I listen to him and I consider him my teacher and I learn much from him and sitting under him uh, via uh, YouTube. And even when he has his churches live, it comes over as well. So you could stream his services live. So I uh, recommend that you guys go and follow him and learn from him, especially when it comes to the blessing. You'll get some tremendous insights from him. And we are just going to basically cover it, but he goes really deep in it. So I want to thank you guys for supporting me financially, every single one of you guys, because it means a lot to me because I am walking by faith. I actually left my position at work so that I can learn and, and um faith just like i teach and it is a wonderful opportunity and i i'm excited that i'm able to bring the word to you guys and that you and i can partner with each other so that we can learn about our god learn about what he has done for us so that we can become effective and change this world thank you for listening to mystery bible Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us, that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.